you wake up in the morning. When does every, does everybody get up early or who it it was people? Late. Yeah, it was like midnight by the so, time you guys went to sleep at least. I mean, but get up before the interviews. Yeah. yeah. I would get up like right before the yeah. interviews. Six o'clock. Yes. Yeah. Six o'clock. Six o'clock. No, yeah. probably I'm not. just gonna see if I can find any food oh, around 10, the house. 10, what, time, uh, <laughs> what, what time do you think we went to sleep considering I think it I was went like, about two yeah, o'clock? Like Twelve or one. Mm. Uh, we so, just yeah. don't see you for the interview process at all. <laughs> yeah, Eisen, Eisen, you find no food. So unless you brought food with you, there's really nothing to eat here. I just hear my stomach go... <laughs> oh, if only if we had a paladin that could create food and drink. <laughs> that would be great. Well, I pull out of my parchment and I add on my shopping list... <laughs> just food. Food. Just general... <laughs> Food. food in big cap letters. Food. We should have had on the uh, on the invitation for the uh, applicants must bring snacks. I mean, if any of them, <laughs> I will say, if any of them bring food, that will definitely boost their chances of being hired. Mm. House warming <laughs> gifts <laughs> for mm-hmm. a company. <laughs> company warming gifts, but yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so, do you guys do anything before the applicants arrive? See, it's only six o'clock. What time do like living in Acadia? I would know what time shops open. So what? Uh, it depends on what you're looking for. If you just want to go grocery shopping, probably, you know, six seven. Okay. You know, you could if you went down to the the wharf down to the docks, so like the open air bazaar, they would open before dawn because they're bringing in fish and you know stuff for market that people didn't use to make meals. You know. Okay. So you're so. It, um, it's a big enough city that at any time of day, you could, if you know what you're looking for, find what you want. Okay. A thought just occurred to me. What are we going to do with the bodies? Yeah, they're still just laying there. <laughs> I'm sure it's starting uh, to smell I'm sure we bad. can. Um, I'm sure they'd be very good for our research. So you got up at six, right? Fortunately, there's like no blood or anything. You know, just grab like one of those brooms and sweep them off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eisen doesn't Push know brooms. that... Uh, Lilith is sleeping in the cellar, so uh-huh. I'm actually going to grab one of the bodies, and I'm going to take it down into the cellar. Okay, yeah. In fact, I'm going to grab both of the bodies so at the same time. You're just going to wake me yeah. up by throwing a corpse in my room? <laughs> yep. Chuck him down the stairs. Yep, all I'm doing is chucking him down the stairs. I'm okay. not going downstairs or anything. I'm just chucking him down there. Okay, uh, so... Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll handle that later when I get Should back I, home. Uh, <laughs> Lilith, what is your passive perception? Is only an 11... My uh, passive perception? Yeah, no. So you are awakened by two corpses falling on top of you. <laughs> I feel like, oh, well, buy me dinner first. <laughs> yeah. Do I hear him? To her? If you say that out loud, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, Lilith, is that you? Indeed. Oh, I didn't realize anyone was sleeping down there. Are, are you all right? And Quite so. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to go and uh, buy some groceries for the household. I'm going to now clean my room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that was your room. I apologize. Uh, and I, I, I quickly shuffle out. Okay. <laughs> when, you, when you push the corpses off of you, like, one of the guy, one of his arms, like, falls off. Oh, good. Yeah, the ladies, like, <laughs> you push her, like, some of the skin just, like, sloughs off. Like, they're they're now rapidly decomposing. Hmm. 
I'm going to, um, <laughs> is there any type of cloth or? Uh, not down there, but you could, you know, yeah. find some, like, old towels, like tea towels in no, the kitchen. I mean, kitchen. like something like a rug or something to wrap them up in and just carry uh, them out. There are old rugs in various places. The biggest one is in the, the hallway on the main floor. <laughs> it's a big runner. So uh, Just something to wrap them up in so they don't fall to pieces on the floors when I'm mm-hmm. carrying them. So dragging. is that, that the rug that you want? The big runner rug that's in the 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 big hallway downstairs? That, that might be a little too big for me. Yeah, and when you look at it, it looks like there's something depicted on it, almost like a tapestry. Uh, it seems important. <laughs> <laughs> it um, seems like somebody was trying to get to this in the last episode. <laughs> oh, I'm just mentioning it again because nobody looked at it. Mm. Oh, well, yeah, I'll mm. look at it. What is it? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> so you uh, look at this runner rug... Uh, when you do, it seems to be an intricate uh, depiction of uh, a slaying of some kind of beast. Like a, a, there is a man, like a half-elven man, wearing silver plate armor that seems to be fighting uh, various undead creatures running down the length of this rug until he gets to the end where it shows him in one scene fighting a what looks like an orcish vampire it's this kind of pale skinned orc that has these giant normally they have like teeth that poke up from the bottom but this also has big fangs and looks kind of like gaunt and vampiric in appearance shows him fighting this then beheading it and then standing triumphantly with the severed head under his boot uh can i make a history check um maybe to something about uh Arca- um, Arcadia's history that records yeah, this? Yeah, sure. Hmm. 17 plus 7. Gotta love mine. 24. Yep. 24. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, you recall, now that you're looking at this, this was the Acadian Defenders headquarters. Before that, Guard headquarters. Before that, Silverheart Manor. And you remember that... Uh, Alistair Silverheart was a hero in the War of Undeath who slew one of the Lich's generals who was an orcish vampire. Hmm. That might be important later. Hmm. So, anything else um, it tells me other than... Uh, You remember that the Silverheart family lived here. Uh, It was an extended family. And then the manor was inherited by guard. It was, well, bequeathed to guard by the high priest at the time because there was something strange going on after the whole Silverheart family mysteriously disappeared. There's no records of what actually happened when guard inherited it, but uh, that's what that's how they got it. But it what, what time would you say it is right now in the time of day? Well, it was about 6 a.m. when the corpses were thrown okay. on you. <laughs> so could I spend maybe an hour or two in the library, see if I can find any records of the family? Yeah, of course. You can attempt to do that. I'll say, if you're since you're searching through a library, it'll be investigation. But uh, since that's kind of what you do, and it's because of your background, I'll give you advantage. That's good, because I just got a seven. <laughs> 
and a 10, so mm-hmm. 17. Okay. Uh, while uh, Lilith is doing that, what is everyone else doing? Um, I'm going shopping. Okay. Do you have anything in mind? We'll just say you can go shopping if just you don't want to like, role play uh, grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> that would be some riveting audio. Just, just some like eggs okay. and like yeah, salt and milk. And stuff yeah, you can like do that. that. Stuff that I know isn't going to perish. Yeah. It, I mean, how much do you want to buy? And that'll determine how much money you spend. Enough to stock the pantries. Uh, the pantries are pretty big. Okay. But uh, could say maybe for. I'm willing to spend about maybe a hundred of my own gold. Wow, that is an enormous amount of gold for groceries. <laughs> maybe maybe my economy scale isn't... Yeah, uh, uh, if you spent a hundred gold, you could buy lots of really <laughs> nice food, dry goods, fresh meat and you know fish and eggs and veggies. You could buy new cookware... You could buy. Shoot, a I'm gonna do it. You could I'm buy spend a hundred worth. Hundred some wine, <laughs> some what? Malt. Yeah, you could buy wine. You could yep. buy beer. I prefer mead. I'm, I'm spending a hundred gold on groceries. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll say, and since you're buying that much, you'll just get a discount. And you can buy enough to just fill the pantries, and you have to like hire somebody to bring all this food. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, yeah, you you notice there were no dishes, so you also buy, you know, new flatware and was is the hiring somebody within that hundred gold? That yeah, we'll spending? say okay, that's okay. in the cost. If you're going oh, okay. to one place and you're like, hey, I'm going to drop a hundred gold. Feels like I went to Publix. Yeah, <laughs> bringing my groceries like, to my car. You went to like everything? World Market. Yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> you went to, yeah. Mm. All right. Oh boy. I guess that takes me at least like two hours. Yeah, that would so. take you as long as it would take. Lilith to do this research. Yep. What uh, what was Hawthorne doing then in this couple of hours? I was asleep. Just sleeping. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pip also sleeping or? Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Lilith, after you look through these books, they're in kind of a, an unusual arrangement. They're not just like, you know, in the normal kind of library subject arrangement. They're arranged by like, uh, these are all maps and these are all recipes and these are all, uh, you know, but eventually you find some things about Acadian history. And when you're looking around, you discover that there's actually a book about guard in the library that they must have decided, hey, well, this is funny. We'll buy this. Um, in it, it mentions that uh, after uh, guard was founded and they started working in the defense of Acadia, they were bequeathed the manor and it says they solved... Uh, a haunting uh, in the manor that was where the Silverheart family itself was haunting the manor uh, because the patriarch, Alistair Silverheart, was actually ended up being a worshiper of Asmodeus and was sacrificing his family members to an altar in a secret room in the cellar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what I um, and I, there was actually against most regulations for for the city a small family burial plot where all of their uh, sacrificed remains were deposited, and that that's how that he got away with it because he didn't have to go through normal means where uh, everyone in Acadia is typically buried either outside the city walls for fear of undeath or cremated. So that's how he got away with it. Uh, would I know it's a the same door where Roth is? Uh, you don't know for sure, but I mean that's the only secret room you found in the cellar. Hmm. 
<laughs> so, with the visions of the blood, mm-hmm. I'm probably uh, speculating something's going on still. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to conduct a ritual. Okay. I call the binding ritual to see if I feel a spirit's presence. Okay. Is this one of your your witch yes. things? Yeah. Uh, remind me what you actually do with that, if you don't mind. Mm, it's from- uh, 10 minutes of uninterrupted meditation. Okay. Do you do anything special like Lilith, like in-game? Do you like light candles or do you... Uh, like, yeah, do you dance? Do you, uh, like... no, it's, um, highly, like, witch ritualistic, there's, mm-hmm. uh, candles, and... You burn sage. circles, and runes. <laughs> uh-huh. That'd be an odd smell to smell in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> do you get naked? That's the thing some witches do, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I, think, no, it's, uh, I don't think this ritual That's fine. the rumor. <laughs> Undisclosed rumor. Okay. But, uh, no, it's more of like, um... You know, an al- uh, alchemy circles and mm-hmm. runes. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of blood magic. Cool. Uh, so, you you conduct this elaborate ritual, after which you make contact with two different spirits on the premises. Oh, wow. One of them is a spirit of sorrow. Uh, you, you get the sense that this is coming from a woman who was deeply betrayed who was uh, hurt by someone she trusted, who lost everything that she had uh, before she then lost her own life. If I would have known all this, I would have talked to her in a whole different manner. <laughs> the, uh, the other spirit is a spirit of hate. He is a man who was kind of against his will transformed and who then spent his entire life in service to something that he didn't even want to be in service to, and who had to fill his days with just anger and hatred and vile acts. That would explain some things. So, um, would I require the need of um, speak with a dead to actually speak with them? Uh, speak with a dead would not work in this situation because you don't have a. Or does it? Like, read Speak with the Dead. What does it say? I don't remember. <laughs> yes, let me look it up for you real quick. Uh, speak with the dead. Uh, you grant the semblance of life and intelligence to a corpse of your choice within range. Ah, yeah, so no, that would not work because there is no corpse. Okay. So I would... Um, mm, I was right. <laughs> indeed. So how? I guess I would just naturally get, uh, understand their feelings uh, through the ritual? Uh, yes. That's what I'm adjudicating. Okay. It makes sense, you know. Um, uh, from from your research, you're guessing this is probably the the spirit of hate is of Alistair Silverheart, and the other one is probably from his wife, Lady Silverheart, whom you you didn't discover her name. Okay, so I would um yes, I got some cool things to do. Uh, I guess. Well, I figured this out. Does anybody else want to do something? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like every halfling uh, should. I'm just getting my, my beauty sleep. <laughs> uh, it, as, as you're in the middle of this ritual, Aizen, you come home with all of this these groceries. 
you smell like weird incense smells, uh, and you're you're like loading up all these groceries. You have no idea what's what's going on. What what's going on in what's going on in here? I would be very unable to respond. It might interrupt the ritual. Yeah, if you go in to the it, into the like the great room to the study, you see uh, Lilith. I'm not going to go like, in all the way. I'm just going to kind of crack yeah, the door. You kind of just peek kinda in. See what's you going see on. You see Lilith like on her knees in the middle of some kind of magic circle. She's drawn on the floor. There's like incense burning. I'm just going to slowly close that door back. Um, and I'm going to start putting away all the groceries in the house. Um, and pretend I didn't see anything of that. Um, I'm going to start cooking breakfast. Okay. And stoke the fire in the oven. Mm-hmm. Make some... Do you do you know how to cook? What what, what skill check is this going to be? Um, What's a cooking skill check in D&D? <clears throat> Depends on the kind of cooking. If it's, it's just, just like basic, like survival kind of cooking, then survival. <laughs> yeah, if it's like fancy food, I would say like performance, maybe like a wisdom performance check. Okay, what I'm trying to do is I'm just going to make some like omelets okay. in the house, but it's going to have like bacon, sausage. Okay, yeah, I would um, say like survival. Survival? Like a survival okay, check. I was putting oregano in you, there. You got, <laughs> oh, yeah. The only thing you can do to an omelet is burn it. <laughs> Yeah. So I was just going to make something simple. I, my father loved omelets. <laughs> oh. We had omelets just about every morning, and it's been my favorite meal for breakfast. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll say if you're cooking something that you cook every day, you'll have advantage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a five. Okay, that's much better. That's a 21. Okay, yeah, you make perfect omelets. Beautiful. For everybody. And as you were mentioning, like good halflings should, uh, <laughs> Pip and Hawthorne, you are awakened by the smell of cooking bacon and eggs. Ooh. Yeah. What time Just is like, it at this point? Probably like 8 a.m., okay. uh, 8.30, okay. you know, maybe close. With my sleep yeah, cycle. Yeah. <laughs> so getting towards 9 a.m. I'm making almonds for everybody. Yeah. Okay. This is a good deal. Put, I'm putting uh, seasonings and stuff that okay. I think is going to attribute to yeah. their and taste And you have more. like brand new cookware and stuff. You just nail it. Yeah. It's great. There's a little bit of beer cooked into it. Mm. I, I seasoned the, the bacon in with. Yes. Uh, that's for Pip. Yeah. Um, stout bacon. Stout bacon. <laughs> uh, Hawthorne, I felt like he needed a lot of iron, so I put. <laughs> I put some iron filings. No. Some iron chains. Yep, I don't even know what foods have iron, so I put uh, a... leafy green vegetables. Yeah, okay. Kale. He's got a lot spinach, of spinach, kale, lot of broccoli, like kale, and spinach in there. Yeah, oh. mm. spinach omelet's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Lilith, <laughs> we're just talking about food Lilith now. What else? Is, hey, what else do you guys like in omelets? Let's talk about that. Forget this D and D thing. Yes. What, what, what type of food would I? Lilith eat? gets a uh, very just plain like bacon <laughs> eggs omelet because I just don't know what to do with her. She's a hard um, lady to read. <laughs> no and cheese I kind of like push it on like after I, I do hers first and I push it underneath the. I just kind of open the door and just set it right there. (laughs) You're just like putting it in this down the trap door. Yeah. Oh no, you mean in the? Oh yeah, in the library. I am gonna make raw. Well, 
not making raw food. He okay. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't I mean, eat. He, yeah. So. so you made pretty much like a scrambled egg. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Cool. I mean, okay. Yeah. So uh, then, Lilith, have you figured out what you're doing with this binding? Yes. Um, seeing as how I am belong to the Covenant of Charm, I will try to befriend the uh, Spirit of Sorrow. Okay. While casting a spell of, um, what is it? It's a Spirit Ward. Mm-hmm. To uh, protect me from the that spirit of hate. Okay, cool. What does that spell do? Th- that spell is a uh, third level. You learn oh a third level for class. Mm-hmm. You learn the right that offers protection against spirits who wish you and your allies harm. Mm. As an action, you can create a spirit ward with a radius of thirty feet, centered on your location. Mm-hmm. The ward lasts one minute and is stationary for the duration. <laughs> <laughs> okay. While inside the ward, friendly creatures, yourself included, cannot be charmed, frightened, or possessed by undead and have resistance to all damage from incorporeal undead sources. Additionally, if a friendly creature is reduced to zero hit points within the ward but is not killed outright, the creature becomes stable. Cool. Yes. So, when you cast Spirit Ward... Uh, you feel the presence of that spirit of hate disappear. Like, you, you don't sense it in your area anymore. And the the spirit of sorrow, her presence becomes stronger. And then you see in your trance manifested before you, you see with your witch eyes, a uh, tall elven lady, very pale skin, long blonde hair, pale blue silk gown, appear before you. And she says, thank you. He has been tormenting me even now after my demise. Who are you and who was he? She says, my name is Lady Elias Silverheart. I was Alistair's wife for many decades. He was a great hero, but what was unknown to me and the rest of our family that in his battle which everyone proclaimed as a wondrous victory he was bitten by the orcish vampire general Croth and became a vampire himself she says this curse was stronger than normal vampirism and given his state in Acadian society he desired to hide this but the curse grew within him and drove him to unspeakable acts. He became a worshiper of Asmodeus. He sacrificed my beautiful children one by one until he finally sacrificed me. I will, um, I full sympathy toward her and her sad story. I would, um, I'll then offer my hand. And say, you can bind, I, I will can bind you to me, and together we will seek justice for your family. Uh, and perhaps find peace in your rest. She uh, takes your hand, uh, which you can kind of feel is like a cool, like tingling in your, in your palm and your fingers. And she says, 
Thank you. And yeah. with the, the verbal confirmation, the, the, the rite of the binding is complete. Yeah. And then she kind of slowly dissipates, and you feel that cooling sensation kind of spread through your body as you are bound to Lady Silverheart, a spirit of sorrow. All right. This is touching. <laughs> this is like the most serious thing that happened all the time. breakfast. <laughs> bacon. Anyway, yeah, then Lilith, you see a, a plate with an omelet and some bacon on it in front of the door. They're like, oh, oh, when did that get there? <laughs> Already the gifts of the undead. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ghost omelet. <laughs> uh, so, uh, now what? Um... Eating breakfast. I, yeah. I'm up now. Yeah. Uh, at, the, at the breakfast table, I'm going to uh, talk to Hawthorne and be like, uh, Mr. Flaxtop, the, yes. there's the shed outside could use your uh, your your <laughs> assistance. Um, did you make this breakfast? <laughs> this well, is why, yes, I did. <clears throat> you, <clears throat> you were saying something about a shed. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, there, there's a shed outside with a mechanism uh, that Eric, I, I can't. I tried to enter the shed last night, um, but I was unable to open the shed, and it nearly stabbed my hand off. Um, I was wondering if you could go outside and take a look at it, <laughs> seeing as you're proficient with mechanic tree or whatnot. Yes, I, I can take a look. Absolutely. Okay. Please don't get your hand stabbed off. We might need it. Oh, uh, you're saying it, there was a... It was a long needle that jutted out from oh. the mechanism itself. Ah, uh, I'll be wary of that. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, are you going to go check that out then? Yeah. Okay, what does everybody else do? Are they going to go with? or? I'm going to enjoy my plain omelet. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Hawthorne, you go with Eisen out to the, yep. the, the workshop, in quotes. You don't know what it actually is. And he shows you where the door is, so you don't have to make a check to find it. Okay. Uh, but if you want to figure out the mechanism, I would take another investigation check. Yes, I would like to do that. I'll say since you are an artificer, I will give you advantage. Um, that is an investigation? Yes. That is going to be a 14. Mm. Uh, you think you know how it works? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you are proficient with th thieves' tools, right? Am, yes. Okay, so you can make a, uh, a dexterity check and add your proficiency if you're using these thieves' tools. Okay. To manipulate the well, is this device to try to to break the lock or actually try to do it properly? It's it's just to open right. it. Yeah, it won't okay. like break. I'm it, just I'm just gonna like be biting my knuckle. Like, please, please yeah. be careful. <laughs> All right. Uh, here goes. Um, <clears throat> this is a tricky one. Let's see. Um. <laughs> Uh -huh. I'm gonna make this look very difficult. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What'd um, you get? Uh, <laughs> I got a 22. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. I'm gonna make it look very difficult. Oh. Um, <laughs> You're trying to deceive yes, him. I got a nine. <laughs> okay. Uh, Do I need to make a check? Uh, yeah. What's your passive insight is like 15. So yeah. Yeah. You know he's just messing with you. He's oh. hamming it up. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> very nice yeah very nice. You, yeah you kind of uh twirl these gears around and uh it kind of forms into this uh circle within circles that looks like 
kind of like the orientation of the different kind of planes that touch the material plane, like astral, ethereal, and they like, yeah. And then it kind of clicks open and the door just swings open. I'll stand up with a flourish. <laughs> Isaac, after you. No, you did all the work. <laughs> you go ahead. All right, I'll take out a coin and light it up mm-hmm. with my little glowiness power. Yeah. And start flicking it up in the air. Mm-hmm. Kind of flipping it and walking. Okay. You know, I have a coin too. <laughs> <laughs> Does yours glow? Uh, no. Uh, you walk There's in. Nothing. It's, it's, it's nothing magical about my coin. Uh, you walk in. Uh, the, the light illuminates the pretty much the entire inside of this building. You see long work tables, shelves... Benches, strange devices. As you keep looking around, you see like broken alchemical equipment. You know, uh, you see flasks and vials, and you see things that have odd, like monster bits in them. And everything is covered in a very thick layer of dust. Mm-hmm. And it smells very musty and almost like. Uh, Acrid. There's kind of like an ozone quality to the air in here. Mm-hmm. They're like, hmm. Smells like the university. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to let this air out a little bit. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of us could get some use out of this building. Exactly. I think that uh, Lilith doing whatever she does. Uh, you know, I walked in on her uh, earlier <laughs> in the library doing some kind of Looked like a ritual. Um, she's she's an odd one. She is. She uh, is. Do you do you then explore the entirety of this workshop, or do you just kind of leave it? Uh, only if anything super stands out. Uh, make a perception check for me. I'm gonna do the same. Woo! Um, Ten. Twenty-four. Uh, Eisen, you notice the rear of the workshop, there is kind of a five by five section about of the floor and the back wall that looks, uh, kind of less dusty than the rest. Mm -hmm. And there is a second layer of some kind of metal welded on top of these sections of the wall and the floor. Okay. Um... I go to and I like kind of like mm-hmm. sweep it around, mm-hmm. clear see, the dust off. Do you see something over there, Eisen? Oh uh, yes, come check this out. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just sweep up the dust, mm-hmm. try to get a better look at it. Yeah. Push um, that away. <laughs> You're getting dust everywhere. Does it look like I can maybe lift it up? Uh, no, it's welded like shut. Welded shut. Yeah. So it looks like a trap door that's been welded. Yeah, shut like a trap door, some kind of like door of some kind you're guessing do you have any way of breaking this open i'd rather open it the proper way uh do we see any knob keyhole uh make an investigation check absolutely <laughs> omelet's great <laughs> just sitting by yourself <laughs> 24 uh you see no way means of egress ah yeah it's possible that this, if this is a door, opens from the other side. Hmm. 
Your impression is that there may be or was once a door there that has been sealed off from this side. What if we break the door apart? Uh, if we have the means to. Uh, your investigation then also reveals, since he mentioned breaking, uh, not only is this metal, it is adamantine plate okay. that is incredibly, it was like the hardest metal I will, uh, on Faerun. Uh, just kind of rub it, brush some dust away, um, kind of feel it with my hand and give it a nice little wrap. Be like, oh, Eisen, this is adamantine. If we could get this off, this would be worth a pretty penny. <laughs> How are we going to get it off? I know that adamantine is very, very tough metal. I say we'll probably just have to leave it for now. We need to be getting ready for the, the interviewees. Yes. Mm, mm, <laughs> yes. Coming. All mm. right. Um, Let's head back. So let's let yes. Okay. Do you go back inside? Yep. Uh, what do you guys do now? Well, another thought occurred to me that the uh, the main foyer of the building probably has a lot of blood or black ichor of some sort in uh, the. Not really. Not I really? mean, there's there's a little bit here and there, okay. but it's not like. I'm Killing living persons would have. Would it I'm going to the clean it. Of the yes. mansion already? Yeah, I mean, it, it, unless somebody was really looking, they might just think it was more dirt. I mean, it really just so. matches the aesthetic we're going for yeah. right now. Terrifying, yeah. creepy, haunted mansion. Precisely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm just going to clean up the main entrance. Cool. Getting ready. Oh yeah, I mean, put on my armor. Like a little better. I like throw down like a towel and like scoot my foot around <laughs> to clean up some of the floor dust. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's it's definitely very dusty in here. It's not like filthy, but it's very clear no one's been living here for quite a while. So is that basically all you do until people start to arrive? Yes. I will yeah, uh, clean up room. leave a note out outside on the door. <laughs> okay. It's, a, it's, a, it's going to be a magical note, literally mm. engraved into the door. So, um, <laughs> oh. Yes. So it'll just be using, pull out some tools from my tool belt, kind of mess around with the door a little bit. Um, and whisper a message. Essentially, it says, uh, Acquisitions Incorporated interviews. Knock five times. <laughs> okay. If only if you could have put a spell on it to where it would open automatically. Hopefully, they're not illiterate. <laughs> yeah. Do you set up a, like a place to interview? Yes. Yeah, so, you... I, I will just drag one chair for myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> into the, the into the foyer. Into the foyer. Do the ultra power move and just move a table in there in one chair. <laughs> you just sit there and stare him down. Uh, so, if nobody else has anything to do, uh, close would, to. Uh, I was about to say I would try to clean up the um, you know the ritual circle. Yeah. And I realized, crap! I shouldn't have used permanent ink. <laughs> <laughs> Should have used a sharpie. So at close to eleven, probably about ten fifty, you you hear uh, five knocks on the door. I hope they don't find out about the zombie in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I mumble to myself. <laughs> All right. Um, someone want to get the door? I'll, I'll waddle over to the door. My nicest garb. Mm-hmm. Something that didn't smell bad. <laughs> Are we all going to be doing these interviews? That's up to you guys. It could be like a group interview. Yes, that's what. Yeah, I was that's what I, I mean. Like a board. I'm really wondering what Lilith is doing. Oh, um, are you are you participating in these yeah, interviews? Sure, okay, absolutely. I'm still gnawing on my okay. omelet. All right. 
okay. slow eater here. So, Pip, you open the door? I'll swing the door open. I'll just stare up at whoever's there. Uh, you see before you... Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, once again, I'm Peter Johnson, your host and Dungeon Master. Uh, if you like what we do, you can check out uh, bit.ly slash charismacheck. That's where you can find a link to our Podbean account. And from there, there's links to our Instagram and other social media. And you can find our Patreon. If you really enjoy what we do, consider supporting us. You'll get lots of perks like being able to join our Discord channel, having uh, early access to material, getting access to my notes and things. It's a really great way to support us and help us keep doing what we're doing. We'll be recording uh, once again when I return from vacation. Uh, otherwise, we'll have some in the bank ready to go for you. I hope you all enjoyed, and we will see you next time.